Listen to The Barry Morgan Show. Live weekdays noon to 3 on CJAD 800 and CJAD.com. A few minutes. Today is World Heart Day and the Advanced Coronary Treatment Foundation offering CPR and automated external defibrillator training to students from the Comiso Scolaire de Laval and the Sir Wilfrid Laurier School Board. And here to tell us more about this new program is Sandra Clark. She is the executive director of the ACT Foundation or the ACT Foundation, Advanced Coronary Treatment Foundation. Sandra, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you, Barry. Can you tell me a little bit more about the, the, the foundation in particular? Yes. Well, the ACT Foundation, we're a national charitable foundation, and we help communities across the country establish CPR training and defibrillator training programs in high schools wherein teachers are trained to teach all students as part of their regular high school education so that we see a tremendous outflow of first responders in the community um, every year. Sorry, this is already happening, or this is something you want to see happen? Well, the Act Foundation, we've been working on this yeah. for many years. And in fact, in over three, 3 million students have been trained in CPR across the country by their teachers uh, through this program to date. But we're adding on the defibrillator training program now as a new component. And I'm excited to say that today, uh, to uh, celebrate World Heart Day, we are launching the program in nine schools in Laval, and with support from Sanofi Canada, we're donating the actual training equipment to enable the the defibrillator training equipment to enable the teachers to train their students. And this means that over 2,000 Laval students will be trained in both CPR and how to use a defibrillator every year. How tough forward. is how tough is it to learn uh, to use a defibrillator? It's really easy, and we are seeing defibrillators in more and more public places. The problem is people tend to not pull them off the wall and use them if they haven't been trained. And the training is very simple. And the defibrillators themselves, uh, you press, uh, you know, you pull it off the wall in a hockey arena or other public place, you press a button and there's a, it, it voice guides you through, it voice prompts you through what to do. So it's simple to use. And through the ACT Foundation program, the high school teachers are going to have the training equipment, the, the mock AED defibrillators, or uh, mock AED training units, if you will, so they can give the students hands-on training so the students will know when they're in a public place and someone suffers a cardiac arrest, they'll know to perform CPR right away, they'll know to call 911, and they'll know to pull that defibrillator off the wall and how to use it to save a life. That sounds like a pretty good idea, doesn't it? Speaking with uh, Sandra Clark, Executive Director of the ACT Foundation, Advanced Coronary Treatment Foundation, and we're talking about you know defibrillators and associated issues with, uh, with the heart. This is World Heart Day, as a matter of fact. It seems to me, and I guess it seems to a lot of people, Sandra, that this is something that should be taught as maybe as early as possible to kids across the country. It, it, yes, and that is the concept behind the ACT Foundation High School CPR and Defibrillator Program. The concept is that teachers can train students as a part of their high school curriculum, and that way we'll see every young person across the country graduate with the skills and knowledge to save a life. Yeah. All the schools need is the training equipment, and the teachers need to be trained as the instructors for their students. And that's what the ACT Foundation is doing. We go community by community across the country, raise the funds, donate the equipment, train the teachers, and then the schools welcome the program, and the teachers then train the students to be lifesavers. It's a wonderful program. Students love it. 
and the teachers love it, and the students are saving many lives. Uh, you never know how exactly. That's the whole point of this, after all. How many cardiac arrests happen in public places? Well, uh, it, across about 8 in 10. Uh, about 8 in 10 cardiac arrests happen in at home or in public places. In fact, if you look at across Canada, up to 40 thousand cardiac arrests occur each year in Canada. So of that number uh, of the pre-hospital cardiac arrests, eight in 10 happen at home or in public places. So the person, the first person on the scene is usually a person, a citizen like you or me or yeah. a student. It happens when, and, and, and that, that's why we need to know as citizens, we need to know how to respond. We need to call 911 quickly, but we also have to do something right away if we want to give that person the best chance of saving their life. Those critical few moments, right? Critical few moments and very simple life-saving skills like CPR and using a defibrillator can increase the chances of survival by up to 75% for that person if they're done early. So Everyone needs to be trained in CPR if, if you want to give your loved one a chance, a good chance for their life to be saved. Such simple skills, it's giving someone a wonderful chance, second chance at life, if you, can, if, you can learn, if you know how to do CPR and you can use a defibrillator quickly in a cardiac arrest situation. Yeah, so, somebody just texted, that's great, defibrillator CPR training should be mandatory and incorporated in all school boards at the uh, high school level if it's, uh, it's such a no-brainer, great work, great program. So you're obviously getting some, uh, some thumbs up with this, Sandra, it, it does make a lot of sense. Like, would you incorporate it into a elementary school, uh, for instance, or would you want to start it at high school, maybe at, at grade seven? Uh, I don't yeah, know. we started in, in high school. Okay. Uh, we asked the schools, and uh, to they typically include it in the secondary three or four. Okay. Um, simple. Uh, Pieces of information can be taught at younger grades. Young, you know, students in elementary school can learn how to recognize the importance of calling 911 and how to call 911. In older grades, they can learn what to do for someone who's choking. What's and the then, youngest? Sorry to cut you off there, but what's yep. the youngest you think somebody could be trained in CPR? Because obviously the little ones, you know, they don't have as much strength. They don't have the strength. That's right. So people often say, I don't want to put, a, I don't want to put an age on it because you could have some big little people who uh, could learn CPR. I but I will you. say that we focus on the high schools, but younger people can learn CPR. It really has to do with... With the, with the strength. One thing I will say, though, is it's not yet a mandatory part of the curriculum at the provincial government level. And while the ACT Foundation has set up the CPR program in all high schools across Quebec, it we're, we really need for it to be in the curriculum from the top down so the program never falls to the wayside. Are you getting resistance? Not getting resistance, just not. Uh, I think that uh, if, the, if the Ministry of Education heard from the public how much this was wanted, I think that they would, uh, I think that they would do it. It's already, Ontario has already included it in the curriculum at the provincial government level. No kidding. Uh, Alberta has, uh, Manitoba, multiple provinces have. So now Quebec, uh, we're really looking to, you know, to the public to say, hey, you know, this, this needs to be in the curriculum uh, so that it will be a long-term program because it, is, it will certainly make a huge difference in saving lives. How often do you need to be recertified once you receive the initial training? Uh, do you need to be uh, recertified? The different agencies that provide CPR training to the public suggest uh, recertification, some say every year, some say every two or three years. Okay. Yeah, what's most important is that you take the initial training. It only takes a little bit of time. It's simple to learn, easy to learn, easy to perform. And then it's good to refresh because you want to provide high-quality CPR. But the important thing is get your initial training and then, and then retrain as you can, and it only takes a little bit of time. 
Sandra, what can I say? You're a wonderful communicator, and you did a great job of telling us about this. Absolutely. Sandra, thank you very, very much. Thank you very much. Sandra Clark, Executive Director of the ACT Foundation. It's the uh, the Advanced Coronary Treatment Foundation, again, offering CPR and automated external defibrillator training to some students here uh, here in Quebec. It, it's, it's, it just seems like common sense, right? So does that tell you why? Maybe it doesn't go as far here in Quebec as, as Sandra would like. News Talk Radio, CJAD 800, CJAD.com.